Hello and welcome to Russia Explained podcast. Today we'll be talking about social programs in Russia, such as healthcare, a bit about document application, and maybe even we'll touch upon the law enforcement sector in Russia. I think we should start with healthcare, right? Yeah. Um, so in Russia, there are two sectors in healthcare, private and public. Yeah, much like everywhere else, actually. And which ones do you prefer? Uh, well, I definitely prefer the private one because, uh, well, okay, while it costs more money, it is quicker. I spend less time in the hospital, kind of lose less time in general. So, yeah, so the, the private sector is quite expensive here. So we have foreign companies being represented in Moscow yeah. mainly, and I feel like some um, well, some other other cities, yes, of federal importance, but generally gonna... they're quite good. Yeah, yeah, I'd say that generally it's pretty much on the level of Europe and, uh, well, really, while it may be a bit more expensive and some treatment treatments may kind of land you in a European country, really, most things can be done here without without any problem, really. Yeah, but then, then we have the public sector, yeah. which is a whole different story. That's where the podcast really starts. Yep, that's... Uh, um, so we have public hospitals, so well, to yeah, say, we call them and they have like different kinds of hospitals, yeah. the ones that specialize in something, if you have like a special yeah. case, yeah, exactly, and yeah. like the big ones, the local ones, um, the ones in the regions, yeah, but again, most of the medical institutes, they're in Moscow, so all the, well, good hospitals, let's put, let's yeah, well, put it that way, Moscow they, is they huge, Moscow. So. well, of course, so what is it, uh, like 13 million people, like, what yeah. do you expect? That's only the city itself, that's without the suburbs, so honestly, yeah, it would be very strange if we didn't have any good hospitals, but we really, really do. Yeah, we do have some good hospitals, and that's yeah. kind of surprising, it, I feel like it improved a lot throughout the, the, In the past years. years. Yeah, yeah, yeah Because like everyone keeps saying that, like all professors keep saying that, oh my god, like healthcare is so good, like yeah. public sector, I was like, what? Well, Because yeah. I never used it, and now I'm like, well... I mean, taxes go somewhere, right? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, they do. Yeah, so exactly. With with the recent improvements, actually, it became, well, it became honestly much better. You can actually visit the hospital and not stay there for a year. Yeah. Money. Uh, well, yeah, the, the money always helps. <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, basically, again, much like private sector, if you need something really bad, they'll get it to you. But uh, you'll have to need it let's say, more than you would in the private sector. In the private sector, for your money, pretty much anything you want. In the public, well, they'll try to convince you that you don't need it, that you can wait in line for a, bit, for a little while, but uh, oh, they'll get to you eventually. Yeah, so what would you need for an appointment? Basically, we have a very weird document, which is like your insurance. Well, yeah, it's it's kind like of, a social security. Yeah, it's pretty much the number, social security number. Kind of. Exactly, exactly. But uh, social security number in the U.S. it is kind of it has a much more widespread use. It it is used for taxation. It is used for everything. Yeah. Here we have a separate document for that. So we, actually, unless you have this document, <coughs> you cannot be kind of operated or. You're not. You're yeah. not gonna get an you appointment. Be, yeah, you're not gonna get admitted. That's as simple as that. Yeah, and um, I think, I think that, I mean, if there is an emergency, they're gonna just like try to support your life, but they're uh, not gonna be able to do anything you, to you. You'll, you'll get ER treatment, yeah. but you are definitely not getting any form of serious surgery. They, well, they'll they'll check you through the da- database, but if you're not there. Well, first of all, it'll be very strange because everyone's got this document because yeah. it's pretty much mandatory to get it, much like the internal passport, which we use, which is another topic we'll discuss a bit later on. Can we uh, also talk about the fact that you need to literally go to a hospital and say that you're now a member of it? <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely. You need to literally be assigned to a hospital that's literally uh, near your house. Well, yeah, but that, so, that's how it works in most countries with public health care. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, the process is fun. Well, certainly it's fun, but again, it, it's actually much like in the U.S. you do with the schools. For so basically, you need to kind of, you know, be assigned to one of them. Yeah. But the issue here is when your passport changes, which we're going to talk a bit later yeah, about it. There is some... But at some point in your life, when you turn 21... Uh, well, no, okay. 20? For, you, 20, you, no. You, 20, yeah. Well, yeah, you when got... you turn... When you turn 20, you need to check your passport. Change it. Change yeah. it, yeah. Well, check it and change it. Well, you gotta, you gotta check it every day because otherwise <laughs> you maybe something goes wrong. this might come anytime, but anyway. Um, <laughs> so you're gonna need to change your passport. And that's where the fun begins because everything you were previously attached to is yeah. 
not gonna work anymore. Again, be, and you're gonna need to do this whole thing one more time. Uh, that's the specificity of Russia, honestly, because uh, your passport and where you live it actually matters quite a lot. Well, that's an issue because, like, in Russia, we don't really have like an online system, any actual like, digital system. Well, we've got some online systems, but they're mainly for stuff like appointments, I guess uh, requesting for, no, some documents. We have like some systems for uh, law enforcement again, like for security. Well, where like all our again, documents are stored taxes i do so online i do my taxes online well yeah right now we have like a system for which oh, yeah. you can do some things related yeah. to like documents and stuff yeah but then again it is really well integrated in moscow can't really speak for the rest of russia but i assume again basically Petersburg is good the funniest thing we have like a system for which you can kind of get <coughs> the social services right but you have to manually type your passport there. It's oh. not going to be automatically updated. Oh. oh, yeah, first of all, yeah, absolutely. Never. For, uh, not only do you have to type your passport in, you'll also have to make a scan of it, send it to them. They'll confirm yeah. it. Well, yeah. honestly, it's fair. That, that's what you got to do. Maybe. Uh, but uh, again, due to those specificities of Russian, uh, well, do- documents, even when you try to get a PayPal or, well, our lo- local equivalent of, I think it's called Kiwi, uh, you still got to submit your passport, you've got to submit uh, where you live because, well, again, as I said, where you live, it is written in your passport and uh, if it changes, you you got to change it. Yeah. So it's kind of one of the things that you would need for a checkup in a hospital. Oh, yeah. So we have... Most of those things, really. I want to say yearly checkups are recommended, but like well, I don't feel like they require you to do well, any no, checkups no, no, no. in hospitals. No, no, no one requires you yeah. unless you're in school. In, you un- you, unless you want to work or go to a new school. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Schools, schools always require you to do them more or less. Well, there is yeah. this uh, yearly thing we call dispensarization. Dispensarization, really. I think that's just how it's translated. Yeah. Really, <laughs> there, there isn't really a reason to call it in Russian. But yeah, you every, every year about so maybe every every two years. I think I think I went every two years uh, when the whole class would get up and kind of the day will be dedicated to a trip to the hospital where you know everyone goes pretty much through like a systematic checkup. Well, yeah, like they check your blood, they check. Everything exactly, else, like, like your lungs ch- and check your, your vision, like, hearing, everything. Yeah. yeah, but the issue is like when you're going with the school, it's fine because you're yeah. in line with everyone. Yeah, it's prepared but also, for you. Yeah, but also now, like as a grown up, when you go alone, that's insane. Because oh, yeah. first of all, you gotta face a huge line. Well, yeah, the, the lines are pretty bad, but... Lines with all the grandmas in the world, with all kids shouting, it's so much fun. I, th- I think uh, that's not so much a problem of the fact that uh, the hospitals are not working quickly enough, as much as it is that we've got quite a large population of retirees. Well, and since, more hospitals And since we have, you know, well, free healthcare for all intents and yeah. purposes, well, without taxes, of course, but, you know, nothing is free in that regard. Uh, yeah. They can go wherever and whenever they like. So if they want to check up a cough, they'll check up a cough. Well, honestly, it's not that bad. So if you need something oh, yeah. quick, chances are they'll get you through it. Yeah, I guess it depends. Well, it depends, yeah. Absolutely. Well, the thing that I like about it most is that you need to go through all the cabinets. Like, you know, oh, in yeah. the US, they have like one guy that would literally like yeah you, you've got the generalist but yeah here... and here you literally have to go to a different cabinet that might be like in a different building or somewhere and like by the time you complete it probably like you spend three days on it so honestly okay well, i mean three days is like a good fucking it, it's, a, it's a good time because okay <laughs> currently my grandma well okay she's over 70 so like certainly it takes her a bit longer and she's preparing for surgery but she has been going around the hospitals pretty much every other yeah. day for the past nearly two or three weeks just to get all the recommendations and, you know, mm-hmm. have, have the opinion of all the specialists who she needs uh, to get the surgery. I mean, if it was a more serious surgery, I guess it would have been quicker because, you know, that, that way they would have been, well, more worried. Here it's a general surgery, so, you know, yeah. they take their sweet time. Okay, well... I want to conclude here that yeah, it's, it's uh, pretty decent. Yes. I mean, it's got its flaws, but not well, really. Well, everything's got flaws. Yeah. In the US, you pay too much. In Canada, oh, in Canada, it's pretty good. So let's leave Canada yeah. alone. <laughs> let's leave Canada. <laughs> yeah, in Russia, it's, it, it's on a good level. It, it's definitely not uh, the quality of Europe, but then again, it can't really be. Yeah. Yes. Now, we want to talk about documents. Like all documents that are necessary to basically be a citizen. Well, to be a citizen, all you need is a passport. It's to function as a citizen. What's you that need you need a passport, more of it? wait, you need your insurance because, 
Well, like you can't really like literally live without insurance because I, like whenever you want some well, healthcare. Well, certainly. Absolutely well, not. Well, then again, you see the insurance, it pretty much com- comes with the passport without really much also, more hassle. Also, there is the birth card that's required oh, the, the birth, for many the, activities. The birth certificate? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I keep losing mine. I have to constantly yeah, reinstate them. Thankfully, it's more or less so a, that's already a, a streamlined process. What else? Well, I feel like we also have like some weird insurance, like another insurance document, I, which I for some reason see, just received. I think uh, this is the one. This is a private thing. Because um, the, the, the second document you get, it is pretty much attached to your, uh, well, primary insurance documents. And it, it just kind of states which insurance company is responsible for you specifically. Interesting. You get assigned it and this is just a certificate confirming that this is your insurance. Okay, well, basically, we have a lot of them. And yeah. the issue is not that we have a lot of them, but that they're not gathered anywhere. You just have them in paper form. <laughs> well, yeah, first of all, paper form. Some of them are plastic now, but yeah. even still, I just have a huge, huge, Literally, huge you have like You always have a drawer in yeah. which you have like... A pile of your documents always well, like no, in the worst state. I have state. a file. I have a file. Oh, you have a file. I have a file. I have a whole drawer with like all the messy stuff and I literally <laughs> see it all the time because it's insane. Like there is no system oh, for yeah. us to use it like yes. in any way. They're like, trying to get a system down. Yeah, they're trying. Right now it's actually like one of our well, main the, news oh, yeah, today. That, that's like uh, yeah. the priority. They're actually thing. trying to get our insurance online. Well, yeah, they're trying to get insurance online. They're try- Again, as I said, they're trying to get all the documents online, but it's not quite working yet because pretty much all the institutions, they still want you to show them the paper form. They want the yeah. physical copy. Yeah, they want the original one. And they're like, oh. okay, what do you mean digital form? Honestly, what, what is it? What okay, do you mean? Well, at least they started to more or less accept copies. You see that? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Because Absolutely. before that, it was even worse. They would be like, uh, well, that's not the original. That's a copy. I'm going to take that. And, and what are you going to do at this point? You, you haven't yeah. gotten the original. You Nothing. lost it two years ago. Because of that, I have like five <laughs> copies of my birth certificate because yeah, I just, too. like, I constantly keep losing them. I go somewhere, they're like, okay, I take this. And I'm like, are you going to return it to me? It's, it's actually pretty, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty concerning because I feel like so many agencies and like, you know, different institutions just have my documents lying oh, yeah. somewhere. Oh, absolutely. Well, you see, first of all, chances are they're probably lost and no one's Yeah, probably, but like my university, my schools, oh, I don't yeah. feel like anyone returned anything to me. Oh, they probably did not. Well, it's not, not like my government doesn't like, you know, gather information about me. Well, it's fine. May- may- okay. maybe that's how that's they gather true. their, you know, 300 ruble fee. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, you see, like, you, you want a new birth certificate, you pay 300 rubles, so... Yeah. Okay, we're just talking yeah. about renewing your documents. Oh, renewing I mean, is- um, well, recently, get... <laughs> I've encountered it quite an interesting event where I had to basically change my passport. Yeah. Because I turned 20. And that's kind of concerning because you, know, you don't know about it until you literally open the last page of your passport. <laughs> like, why would you do that in the first place? I so, just randomly went through it and found out. Basically, I didn't. <laughs> so <laughs> instead, I received a notification from the police. Well, not the police. Well, internal How do you say serv- social police? Well, you see, it's like Ministry of Internal Affairs, I think. That, yeah, that's the police, the guys literally. Who, those are the guys <laughs> who contact you. <laughs> Basically, and it was like, you know, you kind of have uh, a fine right now. I'm like, for what? And they're like, you know what? You kind of didn't renew your passport. And I was shocked because I was like, okay, either I need to renew my passport when I'm 21 well, or uh, never. No, 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 no. <laughs> You've got to renew it twice in your life. You get yeah. the original one at 14, no, then we, at 20. No, three times now. What, what do you mean? Well, at 14 you get. Okay, 14 you get it. That's not renewal. Yeah. Well, okay, yeah. Th- then 20 you get uh, a new one. Yeah. And then finally at 45, that's the last passport you get. Yeah. And since your your life expectancy is around 65, I guess yeah. that's why they stop there. <laughs> I guess that's what we're going for, okay. Um, yeah. So basically, you go there and you need to change it. But to change it, you basically do the same thing oh, yeah, as absolutely. to get it. You need to fill all the forms with yeah. your hands yeah. without a single mistake in any oh, of yeah. your absolutely. information. Literally, all your, um, you know, all the last passports. Yep. Oh, everything. Yeah. Like your address, ba- your phone, like okay. not a single mistake, a huge form. Well, first of all, I've got personal problem with this because... In my name, there is this beautiful letter, which uh, which is specifically specific to Cyrillic. It's Yo, and uh, oh, yeah. that's uh, the worst letter in the whole Russian alphabet because uh, until no recently, one uses it. I use it. Oh, you use I, it. I, 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 I use it. Yes, because I really want my name to be pronounced the way it's supposed to be, and yeah. not in some very strange way. 
but the government doesn't want to use it. And so it just so happens that uh, my name and the passport and the, the name which I actually use, well, they're kind of different things. Yeah. And uh, this uh, your character, it, it's pretty much like an English E, except it's got two dots at the top of it. And a couple of times when I was filling out such forms, uh, I had put two dots on it automatically. And oh, they, no. Oh, yeah, absolutely. No, no, that's no, that's no. the horror. Yeah, that's the horror. And they'll be looking through this two-page form. They'll be like, well, there is a yo here. I don't see a yo in your passport. I see an e there. And, uh, and here you go again. You're re refilling the whole <laughs> and form. And here you go again. I think I did it like... I think I told you. I feel like I did it like 20... <laughs> Around 20 times. Okay, I? even my brother managed to do it in five. I think, you see, when I was talking to the guy that was accepting those forms, he literally told me that, like, the previous guy just, like, went 40 times, and he was like, it's a normal number. It's a really? normal number. It's a right 40 okay. fucking forms. I was like, me, no way. It took me around three. Like, I, I'll three. Know, three. Are you kidding me? Th then again, I think it's something to do with the fact that the lady who I was submitting it, she really felt bad for my handwriting and realized <laughs> that if I, if I was to continue, I will never get it. I was trying so hard and like, you need to come back to him. And then he checks it and he always like points out and he's like, mistake? Do it again? Oh, yeah. I'm like, do it again. Okay, well, again, when my brother wa was uh, getting, well, he wasn't getting his passport. He was changing his residential address. And that, again, requires a form where you have to fill out most of your passport information as well as, you know, the old and new address. Uh, well, he literally had to take a pile of those to the house, just sit down, start practice. writing them. Yeah, practice, pra practice, <laughs> practice, practice, then finally fill one out. It's well, like, it's one thing that's so outdated, you know, like, I feel like the whole world has, like, you know, a digital system. Like, you don't have to type your numbers. Oh, yeah. They absolutely. can do it instead of you. Oh, yeah, but you see, again, we love our bureaucracy. Yeah, but like all the guys working there are also like, you know, we use this form for the past 50 years and nothing changed. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They, they'll, well, okay, at least they've always got, uh, you know, sample form, which you can look at and see how you fill it out. Because oh, honestly, yeah, if they some, close it, yeah. yeah, sometimes I don't know how to fill one of those out. I yeah. just look at it blankly and I have no clue. Do I write uh, my name above the line, below the line? I have no yeah. idea. Yeah, it took me literally 20 attempts to understand how Oh, to yeah, that, <laughs> that's the yeah. hardest part. Well, again, though, there is a program to try to get rid of this. But then, then again, honestly, I don't feel like I'll see it by the, rest, by the end of my life. So. <laughs> yeah, that's pessimistic. Yeah. <laughs> nah, that's pessimistic. But then again, I'm not expected to live past 65. So. <laughs> yeah. So, what's next? Disabled. How well, do I, I think we'll just go with social support on that. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I feel like Russia cares a lot about its minorities. Well, and minority special interest groups. Yeah. yeah, elderly, I feel like. Yeah, well, honestly, quite, quite a few groups get uh, quite a few benefits. I mean, I as a yeah. student, I pretty much get to ride our public, tra pub public transport for free. So, you know. Yeah, That's like for disabled, I feel like they actually provide guys that help them oh, yeah, absolutely. in the public yeah, transport, in, in the which metro. is like, I've never seen anything like this yeah, like in I, any country, to I be honest. I don't think I so did. So we have like two guys basically coming to you, yeah, if you're you, disabled and helping you to get around, yeah, exactly. they will get you wherever you want to get. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Yeah, it's kind of cool. And if you're publicly drunk, there will be another two guys coming by to yeah, pick you up. So <laughs> we'll talk about Take those guys a bit later. Yeah. Um, what else? I feel like we have centers for disabled people too. We've got where they can like form, I guess, like social yeah, like circles. That, well, yeah. So well, we've got the same thing for retirees. I know that for a fact. Yeah. Because they are like those, those centers. They're actually pretty cool, I must say. Because hey, again, my grandma, she goes to one of those. She learned English there. Well, of course, not oh. not too great of an English, but you know that's in English, which well, yeah, is like recently the government started like a huge program to yeah. support all people in the yeah. country because we we do have aging population. Well, we, we have like quite a lot of them, and we also have the issue that they feel lonely. Well, and, yeah, yeah. Well, they are lonely. Well, very that's, often. Uh, that, that, that's uh, you see, I feel like that's mostly a problem of the regions because yeah. wh why do why do the old people get uh, you know lonely? It's because their children probably left Moscow because Moscow yeah, is yeah. where the possibilities because are. Because you need to work and like yeah, you, you got you got to work and uh, your grandparents they stay behind, they get lonely. But basically, yeah. we actually we didn't even talk about this. Like Moscow is just like a center of everything. Moscow is a different planet. Like literally, Moscow is a different planet. Like everyone is like, well, you know, Russia is so cool. 
Yeah, that's when you look at Moscow. Yeah. Well, again, there is some development going on. I must there say. is definitely development, okay. but every region in Moscow is so di- in Moscow in Russia is yeah. so different. It's well, like oh, yeah, literally absolutely. different countries brought well, together. Well, that's because we are so big uh, just geographically. Yeah. But uh, then again, uh, I must honestly admit the development is of course not distributed equally. Yeah, Say, well, okay, yeah. the cities which get money right now, this is St. Petersburg. Well, it always gets money less than Moscow, but Moscow Crimea. is the capital, so it makes sense. Right now, Crimea. Oh, Crimea is getting all the money, yeah. so you know, yeah. <laughs> that's not a problem. And also our. Ind- not independent republics, but like republics. Well, you know? re- republics are a different thing, honestly. I think we. Yeah, we, but they're getting talk. a lot of money, so like. They, they are getting money for a different reason. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, yeah, but. But they okay. just have like more autonomy in general. Yeah, they've got more autonomy, but we are a federal republic, so what do you want? Uh, again, Sochi got quite a lot of money for the Olympic Games. Yeah. And honestly. They they did quite well with it, I must and, say. And well, obviously Siberia because we have like quite a lot of industrial. I w- I wouldn't say that Siberia is getting so Siberia much money. Siberia is not getting money because Siberia earns money by itself. Well, yeah, because exactly. it is Siberia an industrial is a, sector. Yeah, it's a productive region. It's one of the richest regions on its own. Yeah. So. But another point of development right now uh, that would be oh my god was Vladivostok. Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. Vladivostok uh, is getting quite Again, a lot of money. Again, resources. Well, Vladivostok is not so much resources as much as, the, as it is an important port. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's a big fishery. I've got to tell that. Yeah. Like, if you, if you want uh, fresh crab, yeah, you you go fresh there. Fresh crab, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. So what else? Basically, well, now I will talk about um our funding. Funding for funding what? Funding for uh, <laughs> people in general, like what. Securities do we have? What insurance? Well, what happens when you literally quit your job? What happens when you get old? Yeah. What well, happens if you're a mother with like five children? You don't even need five. You just need three, and then uh, pretty much all of them get benefits no, right no, up no, until no. you're eighteen. You literally, yeah. you literally get money with the second child, and you don't get money with the third. Really? Yeah. Okay, I did not know that's that. So much fun! I don't that's, know why. I don't know strange. who came up with it, but like apparently in Russia, it's like my mother again. Um, she just got like a mother's funding. Yeah, Mo- for, mother capital, maternal yeah, capital. Yeah, literally for the second child. She was like, okay. Well, okay, yeah, that, that no, works okay, only so in Russia like, probably. Well, I don't know why, but just like we've yeah. got to encur- encourage uh, population and growth. I, that's why. I think the next one comes with the fourth, so they fourth? come like into, every second. Yeah. Well, I think so. Yeah. Well, that's interesting because actually the the standard to be a multi-child family where you get all the real benefits. Yeah, that's uh, three. That's yeah. three chil- children, and there you get quite a few benefits. Like again, like yeah. then the whole family can use public transport mm-hmm. for free. Well, the father and mother indefinitely, and uh, the children up until they're 18. Yeah. Uh, well, pretty much every single public institution, uh, they will have uh, discount rates for you to visit, even free. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, most children uh, get uh, free pass to museums right, right up until they're 12 or something. Even again, if you even go to so- Sochi, where there is a private, uh, you know, s- ski resort uh, with, I think, like 3,000 per day, uh, yeah. children get free. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, exactly. Cool. I, well, again, those are the children from the multiple child families. Yeah, yeah. But obviously. say my, my brother, who is what, like nine right now? Well, no, he's Oh, 10. you have like... I have two brothers. I, oh, yeah. I have two brothers, so oh, yeah. you should be enjoying a lot of things for free. Oh, well, you see, I didn't get to enjoy them because oh, yeah. uh, by, by the time I came back from the US, I was already over 18, so I didn't yeah, get any okay. benefits. But then again, I became student here, so you know, it's uh, I, I got the student benefits, and honestly, they're they're not equal, but they're pretty good as well, as I said before. Yeah, I feel like the maternity capital is huge because for one child, yeah. I mean, for the second child, you get like around two million rubles, and that's a yeah. lot because Whoa, like if you're yeah. trying to raise like a little child, that's gonna two, cover like everything your two, kindergarten, two million. It's gonna it's gonna cover your like school or that's, whatever. That's your nearly like thirty thousand. No, that's a lot. That's like, like thirty thousand. Especially 000, compared to other like social programs, that's actually. Well, a lot. Yeah, exactly. But again, I think that's the government trying to emphasize the need but, for like, more children. But you cannot spend it on anything apart from education or anything actually for your oh, child. But so, but no, you it cannot makes just sense. like you cannot just like go and get this money. So it, it makes sense. Yeah, it it's does because parents would be just like literally. You know, yeah, exactly. Like more, the, more children. They, yeah. No, 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 not even that. You see, yeah. it's, it's <laughs> the, exactly. No, no. I mean, I mean, like why, the reasoning behind it. Yeah. I mean, they can they cannot just go go around willy nilly just getting whatever they want. They cannot like if it's a be- dad yeah, be dead. 
he would not be able to spend it. Mm -hmm. Like the only thing he can do is you know support his child with it. So you know yeah, that's yeah. that's actually quite a smart move. Yeah, that's smart. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, again, a, a bit difficult document wise, but again, it's doable. So. Um, can we just talk about the place where I feel like they still send children for summers? Oh, the camps, like, yeah. Camps, you know, they became popular during Soviet times. Yeah, the the, the pioneer, had, like, yeah. Basically, it's like when <laughs> you send your ch child to like a camp. It's a summer camp, honestly. Yeah, it's summer camp. But it's government funded, so that's yeah, the thing. Yeah, and it's also government funded, so it's like it's very fun for children because yeah, like exactly. they meet each other, I guess. Oh, have yeah. fun, but it's also kind of like... I always thought that it was kind of militarized because, like, there you have like a guy that's like really running around and like telling yeah. you what should what to do. Well, but oh I think yeah, they, that's the idea. Yeah, but that's like, pioneer. And initially was yeah, like pioneer. Yeah, pioneers. They yeah. those were you know the kind of pre pre preparatory courses for communist yeah, party. Yeah, they would be like, okay, way. I serve for my government. Okay. Well, th those are those are the na nationalists uh, like overtones we have here, but yeah, uh, but like it was like a huge thing. Well, absolutely, yeah, but honestly, I think it does uh, more good than harm. So honestly, like yeah, and besides, since the ch most children will have to go to the military by the time like, of even 18. in my university, I know people that actually went to those camps. You see, I actually never went to Russian camps. Well, like, me neither. I got I got to go to Europe, but. Uh, uh, well, then again, of course, no one, well, not, not no one, but not everyone can uh, just uh, go and spend the money yeah, to well, send their child to yeah. Europe. So, like, having uh, the government-funded program for that, well, that's great. Yeah, well, you go to, like, a base somewhere, yeah. I guess, like, it's, New York City. It's, uh, yeah, it's, like, it's the suburbs, like, slightly yeah. further, like, uh, where our, you know, like, well, in Russia, there is a pr pretty big culture of country houses. Yeah, yeah. Because everyone wants to get out of the city, but uh, wants to live close enough to it to actually yeah. work, uh, and so like slightly further than that, there will be some some form of yeah. There's uh, like a lot of nature and yeah. You always like live oh, by rivers. Actually, nature like that's like actually a good point. You see, like, yeah, yeah. If, if you look at Moscow, it's uh, green. Honestly, like there there is a lot of parks. Like yeah, there is. There is, well, okay, not right now because right now yeah, all the I'm trees are dead. Like looking. No, don't don't look <laughs> and out. And the window it's like absolutely long green. That, like, that's a man. That's I mean, a it's really cold yet. So. Yeah, that's it's just you know the the winter is kind of prolonged okay. this year, so it's not going away. But no, the yeah. actually the parks I would call that a part of social program as well because they're developed uh, like. They've developed well, a know, lot. You know, like recently, especially with their mayor. Yeah, with Sabianian, he yeah, changed. He actually like cha changed a lot, and yeah. he invested a lot into the actual city, which. Yeah, well, it's good. Well, yeah, it again, is. It's it's good at some points because, say, for example, the new cobbles he installed. Well, they went completely out of the ground within a year, but the parks, the parks are quite nice. There is the. The you park know. of arts, uh, museum. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's uh, right in the center. And uh, be before that, I used to go there, but honestly, it was so sad. It was I don't know. It's like Central Park at one a.m. <laughs> but yeah. throughout the whole day. <laughs> yeah. And now it it's constantly you know bright. Everything is lit. You can go around like mm -hmm. all the statues which stand there. They're very nicely like kept. The uh, the actually the. Um, the road by the river, it was closed down for car traffic. They, oh, yeah. ma they made it completely pedestrian. Mm -hmm. Now there is just pretty much a huge, huge, huge avenue just going down the side of the river just for kilometers on end, yeah. joining multiple parks and pretty much you can cross half the Moscow just going down this yeah, path. Yeah, we have like two huge parks in well, the center. Well, yeah, the, the Park Gorkova. Yeah, just that's immense. like literally like it's so popular. Everyone, literally everyone gathers there. It's yeah, insane. Be because it's a huge there place. There's also like so much to do. It's kind of yeah, fun. Yeah, exactly. Because they constantly organize stuff there. They, they've made sure business comes there. There is a lot of restaurants around there. Yeah. There is constantly some form of, you know, public entertainment. There is some private entertainment, of course. Uh, but, uh, you know, in, in winter you've got your ice rink there, in summer you've got the volleyball courts, so pretty much always there is something to do. Yeah. And there is a lot of people just going by like all modes of transport, some, some are on scooters, some are on bicycles, there is a guy on a Segway, like someone yeah. is running pretty much. I think it helps, helps yeah, the public it does. health a and lot. Also, what I like about Moscow is that it doesn't matter that it's huge. Because, like, we've got a lot of parks, you know... Yeah, green green spaces. Well, I would say parks. We have, like, a lot of forests, you know, well, that yeah, are exactly. guarded, like, proper parks. Oh, yeah, absolutely. There's still, like, some if fun you, going on inside. So. If you go... I think that would be south 
east of Moscow, there is this place called Elk Island. Yeah, that's yeah. just a forest. It's yeah, literally yeah. a forest. It goes as far as you can see. It's beautiful. It's enormous. Yeah, but it's like it's clean. Well, There's yeah. always like some people inside. You're not you're not gonna get lost probably. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah, there, right there, there there are trails yeah. there, so you know you can go down. Of course, there is no park rangers there, but yeah. you know you. I think those are only in the in the parks uh, in in the center of Moscow, and those are there more more for security yeah, and mostly. ensuring public order, yeah. so people don't just go completely haywire. Yeah. But yeah. Honestly, like when it comes to the way Moscow is set up, that's great. Like, there yeah. is really like there has been a lot of improvements. Um, so now we have to take uh, law enforcement. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have to go. With law yeah, law enforcement. It's As the you know, fun part. know, yeah, Russia is like a very strict country in terms well, of law enforcement. Okay, actually, recently I had a project where I kind of needed the number of our law enforcement official yeah. officials. Well, our population is, I think, what, uh, 150 million, right? 153, something like that. It has to be, yeah. Yeah, and uh, the size of our law enforcement, without military, just uh, our Ministry of Internal Affairs and the National Guard, which is practically our police, uh, I think it's something around a million and 300,000. So that's literally one law enforcement official per 10 persons okay well it makes sense first of all it's kind of it's not profitable because i feel like wages in the governments are not very high but at the same time i feel like you know such public service it always provides you with um, good benefits like all military men and all members of law enforcement they always like get yeah they they get good social programs yeah absolutely like they get a lot of things for free they they get housing they get child support and pensions too oh Oh my god they they, they get early pensions yeah like 45 instead of the 65 (laughs) so obviously that's like 20 years you've got for free right yeah so like i see the reasoning behind it and i feel like it's also very prestigious Right now, I saw a survey that said, like, that the most prestigious job, it's, like, either law enforcement or something else. Yeah, that's Basically, basically like, right. any government service. So, yeah, yeah people just want to work. Well, about. again, it's, be- it's because it provides good benefits. Yeah. It pays, well, quite, well, substantial, let's call it that, substantial wage. So, honestly, there is and real little reason. I feel like recently reason. corruption was cut, too. Whoa. I mean, like, before, you could, like, always hear, like, stories about corrupted law enforcement and stuff like this. I think that's constant, just PR. C- constant bribes and stuff, but right now, it's, like, hush-hush. I, th- I think a, a good reason behind it is the fact that, uh, again, they try to digitalize a lot of stuff. So, now yeah, if you get it's, a fine... It's, it's hard. I feel like it's hard to bribe right now. Well, there is no reason to bribe because yeah, you, no you get a fine, bribe. you pay it online. You don't, yeah. like, go to some uh, faraway police station. No, you just go and pay your fine online. Well, like, previously, you could, like, you know, if you were stopped... Yeah. For some reason, on the roads, you could like pay the policeman yeah, on the spots yeah. spot for him to let you go. But right now, it's like you just get them our cameras on the road, just fix your speed, yeah, exactly. and they send you the fine online. Yeah, so it's, it's like you can then just pay. So there is like no man involved. They so therefore, no corruption. They automated at all. it quite yeah, well. Yeah, and that's great. Oh yeah, opinion. absolutely. And since you know. Well, like everyone on the internet knows, literally half of Russian export is just dash cam footage. So, yeah. honestly, I think there is a, quite a good reason why the policemen are not willing to take bribes because the punishments became quite a lot, quite a lot harsher than they yeah. used to be. But I would say, especially in Moscow, you can see a lot of policemen everywhere, literally everywhere. You see them everywhere, but you actually also don't see them do anything. They yeah, just kind of stand around. Yeah, they don't need to do anything, keep... really. Yeah, exactly, and that's the good thing. Yeah, I mean, so that's that's what I was getting if, to. <laughs> if their presence is enough to keep the public order, absolutely. Do you really need I feel it? like people in Russia are very afraid of law enforcement. Uh, they are, they are, but and that's see, great. That's exactly what should. Uh, be. Well, yeah, exactly. You see, but I don't think it goes all the way to afraid. I think it's more of a respect thing. Like, it's respect and well, and fear, I guess. Well, yeah, they they, like, they no fear one the wants to get beaten up. No one gets to 
you know, no one wants to be well, in trouble. If with you don't want to get guys. beaten up, you don't go to a protest. Then well, you don't yeah, get beaten yeah. up. Okay, yeah. Well, actually, protest is like another thing we're not going to touch upon. Well, then again, like I, I went to to one, nothing happened to me. So you know, like yeah, I'm okay. Yeah, that's that's it's not like you step outside and get just five policemen jumping yeah. on you. So, but policemen they control uh, foreigners a lot. Oh yeah, they always check foreigners, especially yeah. the ones that come from the CIS countries. Yeah. Well, they again, check their documents whether they're fake, whether they're legal. Because actually, we have like a huge problem with uh, illegal migration. migration. Yeah. yeah, that's insane. But it's a different kind of problem. You see, like it is. Th- those are the yeah. C- like okay, say when it comes to legal migration in, the, in Europe, those are you know people without language coming. CIS, yeah. they at least speak some form of Russian because it, it really depends. It depends. It depends. It really but depends. honestly, like most of the ones I've encountered and actually had uh, prolonged uh, well conversations with, they speak Russian. Like yeah. that, that, that's enough for us to understand. Of course, it's not something like pure like native fluent Russian, but it's good enough. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And, but honestly, when it comes to foreigners from non-CIS countries, I wouldn't say you'll get checked too much because, uh, I mean, more often than not now, tourism became quite a big part in Russia. Yeah, like, I mean, I, they, they, they wouldn't stop Chinese. Yeah, Chinese, they're completely used yeah. to them because, I mean, uh, the huge Chinese tourist groups just go around oh, everywhere. Yeah, I feel like Chinese are the ones, actually, that are buying, like, the most things in oh, Russia. Absolutely. And also going to Russia absolutely. the most. I literally see them everywhere. Exactly. Like, yeah. when I go to university, I cross uh, I cross this uh, bridge which leads to the Christ, and Sa- Christ Savior te- Temple. There is always a huge group of Chinese tourists mm-hmm. just st- standing around taking photos. Well, of course, no one's checking them because yeah. you know you see a large enough mass. And of the them. red square is like filled with them. And mm-hmm. I don't go there centers. too often, but why well, do? And it's like, yeah. Well, yeah, no, absolutely. I, I can totally believe that. that well, that's is... great that they have interest in it. No, so. it's, it's great, absolutely. Yeah. For them, I'd say it's like it's a closer and cheaper destination than any European country. Yeah. So, like, yeah, and go it's for fun. it. Oh it's yeah, it's so absolutely it's an fun. adventure. It feels like an adventure, yeah. It feels like an adventure, yeah. Though, honestly... Exactly. Well, Moscow is like a European city. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was going to say. But what if you go outside of Moscow? Depends where you go. Depends where you go. You see, if you go to Sochi... Well, nothing will happen. It's oh, a tourist city. It depends city. How, how far you're going to go from your hotel. Well, it depends where your hotel is. Yeah. Okay, well, okay if I it's uh, the Krasnaya Palyana, it'll be fine. They're used to it. Like, okay. uh, the whole of Krasnaya Palyana, that's completely tourist friendly that's you know like that's like a european ski resort for all intents and purposes just slightly lower at the lower altitude if you go to the city of sochi yeah that might be you know more difficult but then again nothing completely insane uh aside from that i mean foreigner well again most people in russia actually speak english surprisingly um, yeah, different I mean, levels of English. Yeah, well, I would say like they all have like a very basic level. Well, yeah, if be- you, if like a foreigner comes to a Russian, the Russian one would actually respond because like I know there's many like various countries yeah. that whenever you come to someone, they just pretend like they don't speak English. Oh, absolutely. I don't understand that. Like Russians are actually helpful. The French, they, would, the they French will always show you respond. the way. The French do not respond at all. But yeah, in Russia, again, I think it may be may have something to do with the fact that we've kind of got mandatory English language in our school. So pretty much yeah, yeah. everyone below like 30, they practically like they're obliged yeah. to speak English. Yeah, and also like that right now, I feel like most of people that work like in various services, yeah. like in subway and in law enforcement, I feel like they actually teach us. I think teach we, us teach yeah, them. Us? Well, okay, you speak for yourself, but <laughs> yeah, I feel like they teach them to. Um, speak some like general English because they can encounter like well, any tourists. I now. think this started with uh, well, you know, Sochi and kind of transitioned into the World yeah, Cup yeah. because when Moscow got filled uh, with uh, foreigners, well, that was pretty much the time when there needed yeah. to be uh, law enforcement officials who actually spoke basic level of English, and I yeah. think they did quite a good job of, mm-hmm. of you know getting this language to them. Yeah, everyone was happy like leaving the um, World Cup, yeah. surprisingly. World Cup was a very interesting occurrence, I must say, because you see, like, uh, I actually had quite a, quite a lot of free time because it was summer, it was the exams, so I kind of got to walk, walk around quite a bit. It was a completely different city. Like, yeah. it, 
it was not Moscow, it was something else because uh, like I was walking around one evening and literally like on the main streets there just fans going insane, like yeah. singing music, playing playing radio. Everyone was so happy. There but... was insane levels of happiness, yes, yeah. exactly. Uh, like I am coming by one of the central squares and well it's like a shopping district uh, don't quite remember what exactly it's called but uh, there is literally uh, well I wouldn't call it a gang but there's a whole bunch of motorcycles and like uh, well Russians clearly and they're just blasting music and yeah. there there is like a circle of uh, you know like pretty much everyone like fans from Latin America from Europe from Russia from Middle East they're all dancing happily like waving their flags everyone is just enjoying so much it was yeah. uh, it was something honestly okay one thing i wanted to talk about is the actual workers in the sphere of social services yeah um I would say that's one of the main disadvantages of Th the whole that's industry. That's a weak point. That's a weak point. Yeah, that's definitely a weak point because whenever you come to a hospital and you look at the lady at the reception, you want to run. Oh yeah, absolutely. But then again, I must say certain things, like it's not all the social services. For example, there has been an initiative by our mayor to start uh, something which is called uh, Moscow Social Center, I believe. And uh, those are actually great. Well, at least the ones I've been to. They're pretty much, uh, well, first of all, it's insanely clean. Those are like, you know, high-end office buildings. Well, they look like those at least. And there everyone actually knows what they're doing. And there is, you come, come into it and then there is a receptionist and she asks you what you need. And she gets everything done for you, just gives you a ticket and goes, says, go there, 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 they'll meet well, yeah, you. I feel like it also depends on a place. Because, for example, yeah. when I was getting my passport replaced... That was like a very vivid experience for oh, me. Yeah. Uh, the lady was so nice, but that's because like I live in the exact center. So she was like yeah. very nice. She knew exactly what she was doing. But at the same time, I hear like a lot of complaints from various people that go to public hospitals where people like at the reception, they barely can like even understand what's going on. Okay. They treat you like you are a piece of garbage completely. Oh, you see, I think it's just because you haven't yet got well. You don't really get, you don't have to have mandatory service unlike I do. And yeah, when I maybe. went to our, uh, you know, oh, the military our, service, our, uh, yeah, the, yeah, you the have to specify, service, like yeah. in Russia, we have well, yeah, uh, obligatory uh, military service when you turn 18. 18, yeah, 18. And if you don't go to the university, like you, you go to the military. You're gone for a year. Yeah, like, you're gone you're, for a year, but it's only a year and it's very light. But at it's, the same time, it's better than it used to be. People are afraid years. of it. I don't think people are afraid of it. Oh, I they think, are. I think they people are. just don't want to spend a year in the military. Well, yeah, they're lazy and they are afraid, so... Okay, let's put it that way. <laughs> what, what is better, to actually start working and getting paid or being well, yeah. sent to uh, yeah. military? Well, that's not an option for you. Well, that's not an option. That's uh, that's exactly the point. But but the people who you encounter in the... Well, I wouldn't call them recruitment centers. I think normally we call them commissariats. Uh, they're... Commissioners. Commissioners? No, I think... I have I th no idea, to be honest. I think they're called commissariats. So I think that's an actual word in English. I'm going to keep using that throughout. Okay, great. Uh, they're people... Uh, maybe it has something to do that they're in the military. But that's just insane, honestly. Like, again, yeah. I've been to public hospitals. That's nothing compared to those. There, you just come in. They look at you pretty much like you're obliged to know the exact process yeah. of going through everything. I feel like they already treat you like you are already a the, part of the they, army, like um, in the lowest points of Actually, it. yeah, you see, like, that's probably, like, you put it very well. They yeah. already think that the moment you step into their door, you're in the army now. <laughs> yeah, but it, it's like all military officials treat all people like that. It's just but like common mentality because they all not. worked. Can you imagine though? Like they all worked in the Soviet times. Yeah. It was insanely militarized. Like but you needed everything to be very specific. Officials. Yeah. That's the that's the problem. You yeah, see? but like everyone that actually like served in an actual army, not right yeah. now. Like, yeah, it's always like that. Well, you Just see, still like I am, I am seeing a receptionist there. First of all, she has no clue what's going on. Obviously, she is just like you go to administrator and you know, you know you hand them the documents and maybe they'll know what to do and you do that because you have got no choice because she has no clue. You have no clue. No one's got a clue. And you come to an administrator and he's just looking at you like, why are you here? You're like, well, I have no idea because they, she told me to do it. Well, she shouldn't have. She should have told you to go, go here and do that. I'm like, well, thanks. But she didn't tell me that. Well, she should have. So go and, you know, like, yeah, yeah. do the thing. Yeah. 
and that cool. yeah and uh, well uh, when I actually came there for the first time I think I spent uh, right about four hours on the medical checkup oh my gosh. four <laughs> hours you've got a you're standing in a line and slowly going through different kind of checkups you go first to like the generalist he is like uh, what you've got you say well I've got nothing so you know like uh, well, she says okay dress down we uh, we make a small you know checkup well Honestly, it takes like five minutes, but you know enough people and enough uh, you know bre- breaks <laughs> for you know actually making the notes and documents that it takes probably like fifteen minutes per person. Then you go to the dentist, then you go to a psychologist, then you go to a pneumologist, and that's where I I stop because <laughs> <laughs> I've got problems. But <laughs> okay, but yeah, the no, that takes a lot of time, and then halfway through, of course, they don't have the time to finish, so they go to break and lunch, and you you're just stuck there like an idiot for an hour yeah waiting for them yeah so yeah well let's get to a very exciting exciting okay of our podcast domestic which one's that news. Oh, okay domestic news obviously okay. i mean we have like quite a lot of things going on constantly to be honest well russia is big so there is of course russia everything's going big. on we have quite a lot of stories this week yeah well, okay, well, what do we start with? Something fun, something sad, some, something just bizarre? Uh, I'm going to start with a very interesting story with a Russian teacher. Oh, yeah, that's big oh, you know, around. yeah, Basically, um, that's kind of, you know, coming back to the topic of regions and what the hell is going on in the regions. No one knows. You never know, yeah. No one knows. No one knows. They don't know. I'm not sure if regions know either. But anyway, I don't think they know they're in Russia. It's like you can spend your whole life on studying the regions of Russia because they're so different once again. Again, we've got yeah. what, like, I think 80 subjects of federation, something like that. Still, it's like we don't know anything about them. Well, absolutely. And they're different. Basically, completely. there is a region of Brno, right? Okay, I'm sway- vaguely aware where it is. I have no idea. But what I do know now is that apparently there was a school... Which, in which there was very toxic environment around teachers because um, a girl, not a girl, a young a teacher, teacher. Yeah, like 30 Tatiana, years old, like less than 30. Um, basically, she was, she was really bullied for just a photo in her... Swimsuit. Swim, swimsuit. Yeah, it, yeah, it wasn't even really the bikini. It was a swimsuit. Yeah, it was a swimsuit, and, and she just posted it on the, Instagram. The and stupidest thing. Like what? It's not like she just went ahead and decided to post the yeah. swimsuit photo. No, she was posting a photo from a swimming competition. Yeah. And uh, well, someone, I think it was one of the parents who started it actually, and went straight to the headmaster mm-hmm. and said something along the lines of, "Well, like this person is disrespecting the profession of the teacher. What is that?" Yeah, like, that's, I studied that's insane, and, honestly. Like, that's a normal thing for Russians to do anything. Like, we're not very we're not conservative. conservative in this way, yeah. We're not kind of old-fashioned. Like, you can post whatever you want. Like, yeah, if, like, you're, if you're in Moscow, you can literally post whatever well, you yeah, want. Dep- depends on the region, though. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Some regions, yeah. you might not want to do that. But, but like, apparently here, it was, like, very weird. But she was bullied until the point where she had to resign. And yeah. she literally resigns. And then I feel like the story got big. I don't know how. And oh, yeah. the I feel like the government contacted her, yeah, and it, the government was like, you know, we can find you another job because that's yeah. insane. Oh well, yeah, absolutely. That's because uh, that's just a c- complete lack of any yeah. form of oversight. That's like the headmaster feeling himself a king in, the, in his you know small small kingdom and just doing whatever he wants. Well, of course you can't do that, so you know. Yeah. Well, then again, I feel like there's quite a few stories like that going on every day and we just don't hear about them, so. Oh well, yeah, obviously. That's kind of an issue, but right now like just starting a campaign of like teachers are also people, something like this. That's yeah. like a hashtag. And um, people are kind of, you know, following this clause right now. I mean, that's something, at least. Yeah. Um, what do you have? Uh, aside of that, well, that's kind of, you know, more of an absurd, more of, a, you know, classically Russian, I would say, approach to doing <laughs> things. Okay. Also concerns our public services. Uh, you see, uh, there, well, of course, it's Russia, so we've got snow, and this year the winter has been rather long, so, you yeah. know... Uh, it's still cold, like... Well, it's... Okay, right now it's okay, like, we're right about 7 degrees. But it's April. <laughs> it's April, okay, like, you see, I'm just ignoring the fact that it's April, and I'm just saying, you know, right now it's okay. Yeah. Uh, but the point being, 
right up until recently, we've got patches of snow lying around. Yeah. And uh, so in, P in St. Petersburg, where snow seems to have been the issue of the, well, pretty much the year, the, and not because there was a lot of it, it's just that they got new mayor who really wanted to crack down on the fact that, you know, the public services were not doing their best to clean it up. Yeah. He actually gave out shovels to all the, <laughs> <laughs> all the public officials and literally branded them with the symbol of St. Petersburg and said, clean it up. Yeah. And they actually did. Yeah. Surprisingly. Well, yeah. not all of it, clearly, because uh, right, right here today I am seeing in one of our main, uh, well, fe federal channels, uh, pretty much a news story about how the, the public services, instead of cleaning up the snow, just uh, decided, you know what, we'll just wait until it melts, and then we make a report in our s snow oh, cleanup, cleanup <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> results. <laughs> yeah, and... Um, and what's happening here is, uh, well, I mean, they clearly managed to clean up all the snow because it's just gone now. But that's actually a quite a uh, Russian thing to do, I'd say, just to, you know, kind of evade the responsibility by the nature of just waiting it out. <laughs> they yeah. literally waited out the snow. Oh, it sucks. Well, okay, I guess there wasn't too much snow left by that point, but honestly, Hopefully. they waited for, uh, like, allegedly they waited for two weeks just to clean up, not to clean up the snow. They just waited for it to melt because in the forecast it said that, you know what, warm weather is coming, don't worry guys. Well, that's a common issue for Russia, I feel like. In Moscow we always get like dirty uh, snow well, everywhere dirty okay. because they just like, they can't help it. Well, they can't help it, but who can help uh, a well, city no, well, at least with, you can, you know, clean a bit more. You can clean it up, but there is this big, like, it's, it's a constant issue. Yeah, it in, is. In the south of the US, no one can drive in the snow. In Russia, seemingly no one is prepared for snow. Yeah. Literally every year, the public services just are surprised by the coming of winter. Yeah. Seemingly, they have not heard about the calendar yet, and no one told them that <laughs> generally somewhere around December we get snow. Every year, same piece of news in the story. The, yeah. the traffic is insane because public services were not ready for snow. Yeah. And it's not like... It does not depend on the amount of snow. Oh, yeah. You get snow, you get complete gridlock. That's, that's it. True, that's, that's true. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Anything from you? Anything else? Absolutely. Well, Russia is turning in uh, towards technological advances. This it's been week. a while. <laughs> it's been a while, yeah. I mean, for Russia, it's kind of all, always military and a bit of, you know, social services. Devices, yeah, we, yeah, we kind of tended towards the military always. But I want to say that one thing in Russia that's really good is Subway, especially in Moscow. Like, I'm not going to touch it. Subway, I wouldn't call Subway technology. I would just call it a grand achievement of I Soviet Union. I wouldn't call it technology because one of the stories today is very connected okay. to this. So basically, uh, Russia wants to create a very fast, a very fast... A bullet train? <laughs> kind of, Yeah. And the funniest thing that this topic was already kind of brought up by Elon Musk. Uh, so, so we're doing a hyperloop in Moscow. <laughs> uh, yeah, kind of, you know, within the SpaceX a year yeah. ago. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, several years thing. ago, yeah. It's been four years, I think. And Russia, and... right now Russia decided that, you know what, we're going to do this, actually. So this train can travel with the speed of 1,000 to 2,000 kilometers Well, that's, that's a pretty damn speedy that's, train. That's an insane freaking... That, like, we literally could like travel, you know, yeah, among actual yeah, bridges, right, like, and that's, that's, that's great. Yeah. But, like, I'm not sure how realistic Honestly, this is. Honestly, since Musk actually sold his project to Virgin Galactic, not Galactic, just the Vir Virgin, Hi I think now it's called Virgin Hyperloop, that's what it's called now. No well, either way, he kind of abandoned the project, well, at least he got rid of it, so I'm not quite sure what we're doing here. Well, but Musk's now. project, um, well, at least it stays here, that it reached maximum of 457 kilometers per hour. But and we're reaching towards 2000. Honestly, unless, oh my they're, gosh. unless they're planning to just re-equip the whole of Roscosmos towards train production, I'm not quite sure how they're getting that yeah, speed. That's, but that's weird. Aside from that, honestly, well, I mean, there's quite a few news topics, but again, more of the, most of them are just kind of absurd with, you know, uh, like I've, there is just, Okay, Russian population, while, well, fairly religious, I would say, they also have a tendency towards just some, uh, well, let's put it that way, inexplicable stuff. 
uh, quite, and the government has actually been trying to subdue that. Uh, for example, recently there there has been a series of arrests of uh, fortune tellers. Oh. Because, uh, well, yeah, because for all intents and purposes, those are scammers, like... Yeah, well, that's true. Yeah, like, what, what, you, what you gonna do about it? And apparently there has been a rather big, uh, well, uh, pretty much criminal ring of those around Moscow, and there has been, like, a s- systematic arrest of those. <laughs> and yeah, <laughs> okay. And you see, the fact that we actually have to do it is quite surprising to me, actually. Okay, so the next story is about... Another technological advancement. I see Russia is on the run today. Like yeah, technology. well, uh, we have a very successful, actually a very successful Russian service of taxis, which is Yandex Taxi. Yeah. Basically, I feel like it competes with Uber, it competes well, with Get Taxi, well. yeah. yeah. And it's like it's more successful than any of these projects in Russia because it's kind of cheap. Well, we can compare cheaper. it. It's cheaper, it but like when it gets really busy, it has insane traffic right now. So kind of, it got too expensive for people right now. You see, but it's got a clear adva- advantage. Yeah, they it is. actually got yeah. a special kind of numbers, which allows you to travel through more or less restricted lanes reserved for public transport, which is actually a good idea in itself to have a lane d- dedicated to public transport. And yeah. those taxis pretty much became a form of public transport. So it's transport. fast, basically. Yeah, exactly. It's faster than uh, just normal traffic. I feel like we're going to have a separate episode on transportation, because like in oh, Russia, it's yeah. a special it, thing. In Moscow, it is. As you can see, all the videos with like crashes and everything. Well, but I, again... But... Basically, this service, it started offering such things as deliveries right now, and yeah. flowers, and it's like, it's got quite a lot of options right now, and now it's got another option of basically transferring anything you want. Yeah, just transportation, just pretty much lorries going about. Yeah, you can like transfer a piano with this yeah, exactly. freaking service. That's you like, see, that's I think great. they're getting a monopoly there, so they, they might have to I be broken up. I wouldn't call it a monopoly, because there are so many people that use Uber still in Russia. Well, I am talking more... Well, okay, they've got competition in every sphere, but if you look at it as a whole, clearly they're dominating there. Well, yeah, maybe. Because, I yeah. mean, uh, Delivery Club is not competing with Uber. Yandex is. Yeah. And, you know, the, this okay. uh, whole transportation thing, the new thing, yeah. I don't think anyone's doing that. The gig economy, like, uh, heavyweight transportation. So I think that may be something which, honestly, well, I think it'll pay off for them. Clearly, the projects have been paying off. So Yeah. Actually, the project with our subway, right now, it just it's cu- it keeps expanding. Oh, it's expanding like hell, you yeah. see? Uh, I thought last year they finished uh, our second circle, I think they called it. Yeah, basically they're like circles. So you have like the heart, which is the Kremlin. And from from the Kremlin, yes, basically the whole subway started spreading into Into different directions. directions, yeah. Yeah, all directions pretty much. And now to connect those directions between themselves, like instead of you going into like straight center, lines, yeah. yeah, you can get circles. Yeah, they and right now they finished the second one. Second one I don't like too much because you've got to leave the subway itself. Yeah, and sometimes it. to enter this like lines, like circle, well, the line, circle line, yeah. you need to quit the actual subway, which is like not really useful. It, it's annoying. But it's they annoying. but they're trying to fix it somehow. So well, apparently the sec. The third ring is the solution to that. Mm. Yeah, maybe. Well, I just got some news that it's kind of reached 40%. So well, it's kind of that's like... That's actually it's, insanely it's fast. It's halfway done. And well, it, yeah. they just literally well, started I, like a year ago. I think they might have maybe been doing... Maybe even do- less. Oh I think they might have been doing it in parallel with the, sec- with yeah, the second Yeah, maybe, ring. maybe. That's, yeah. That, that'll make more sense than them managing to make a huge circle They're around They're it very fast. Well, Very I mean, nice. we've we've pretty much got a lot of practice on it yeah. because, I mean, uh, Moscow subway is, honestly, I don't know a better subway. Yeah, me neither. Uh, Boston subway, I absolutely hate. New York subway. New York, I, yeah, absolutely. I, I, can, I can't help it. I like, get I, lost. Yeah, me too. I get lost. Like, I, yeah. I enter that subway, I've st- I start traveling through the levels trying to figure it out. Honestly, the only reason why I haven't died in the subway yet is because I've got an American who guided me through it. Yeah. So thanks to him. Yeah. Uh, what other subway? London? Haven't been to London, so can't judge. Yeah, me neither. I never used subway there. And yeah. Germany is like, 
you should always know where you want to go or you're well yeah go. but in moscow like in moscow in moscow in moscow moscow <laughs> moscow is it like los angeles in moscow yeah probably well okay. in moscow like you get really good orientation yeah there's maps everywhere there is maps everywhere everything is in english when you need it like we yeah. always have some english yeah but the english honestly <laughs> please yeah well they, it's fun because they they feel the need to pronounce every russian name of a station in yeah, english in just english. just with english oh, accent and the best it's literally part, the same words. the best part yeah every line has a different pronouncer yeah every line has yeah. a different pronouncer i think my favorite one is on the gray line the guy there is just hilarious he just says it with such beautiful just i don't even know how to call it uh i i personally live on palanka station yeah. this guy pronounces it as polyanka yeah that's oh just gosh. i don't know yeah. <laughs> i don't know what accent he was going for but I think he just wants to make sure that if someone it who sounds, does not speak it Russian It sounds like it's a foreigner in that I sense. yeah I think that's it, it's a, I think that's the idea <laughs> that you know it's so broken down to syllables that yeah. like you come to a Russian and you're like polyanka well, At least you don't have to like listen to something like Korean because Korean like I feel like Russian is very precise So even if we say like one station, you know, like yeah. it's gonna be clear to you what we said. Yeah, exactly. And we're ju- we were just like well, trying yeah. to adjust the, the names. More the names are words. simpler. The names are simpler. I, I yeah, but like say. if you hear something like this in Korean, you wouldn't even like catch the sounds of it. Oh, exactly. Like, like what? Try it in Shanghai. Like that. That's gotta be fun. <laughs> yeah. So pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah, honestly, no, like. I have no criticism of subway. Like yeah, absolutely no criticism. Like it's clean. It's fast. It gets the job done. Yeah. I don't know what else I can want from it. Well, the last piece of news for me is the Fashion Week. Fashion Week. Okay, Basically, really. we do have a Mercedes-Benz Fashion Week Moscow. I know not Moscow, Russia, but it Russia. it basically always it's, happens it's Moscow. in Moscow, obviously, yeah. And it's kind of like one of the very few fashion events in Russia. Well, there is like no yeah, such thing are. as like a, a fashion industry in Russia really. There is no fashion scene in general. Yeah, it's like there is not that like, many opportunities and everyone that gets popular here like yeah. wants to get to another country to enter a bigger well, market. Yeah, bigger markets. Yeah, that's it, yeah. You see like I th- I feel like the only fashion industry like in any form which exists in Russia that's just fashion industry which revolves around celebrities. Yeah. Like uh, yeah, you know fire, like celebrities starting their brands like we have Timothy That's yeah. a very like famous uh, rapper that started the the well, not play, a rapper I would, uh, would probably star, say a rapper but you know the Black Star clothing brands and that's pretty much it. Well, yeah, again, but really, what do we wear in Russia? Well, we actually wear it like normal people, so yeah. really, <laughs> that's, that's a strange <laughs> I don't know part. Why it's really yeah, I'm, I'm not sure why I'm making this point, but yeah, I think the only like really developed part of Russian fashion it revolves around fur. Yeah, like that's for, it. yeah, for sure. But like, apart from fur, we always buy foreign brands. Yeah, aside we from love that, yeah. foreign brands. Like, yeah, exactly. Oh my god, Europe! And, like, we're obsessed with European brands. And oh the only gosh. reason why we even go for Russian, uh, you know, um, fur brands is because really in Russia, like, we've kind of got this. I think it's more or less unique industry now. Like, it's it's pretty much us and Canadians who are doing that. So it makes sense that you know we actually buy domestic in this regard. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, anything from me? Anything from me? Uh, well, you see, I'm I'm looking at some. I'm looking some. Well, you see, it's not a strip club. I'm I'm debating whether I should be really talking about it. But yeah, sure. You sure. already said that you hated something here, so it doesn't uh, matter. You see, yeah. What? Well, yeah, sure. Hmm. Well, corruption. Oh yeah, that doesn't exist. Uh, well, yeah, that's that's a very. <laughs> That's uh, no, like joking. that's a good. We're joking. Russia is quite a democratic country in yeah. this sense. Yeah. I mean, there was like no problem with like freedom of speech ever for me. Yeah. No, I, no I, I don't think like, I've ever been shut up. You can't say that in Russia. Like there is like such a huge stereotype of like you can yeah. say things in Russia about like it's it's more of you cannot say them too publicly. Like yeah, you shouldn't obviously use it like as a movement slogan. Yeah, Definitely, exactly. Definitely, like you exactly. cannot just like go and hate hate the government, but like. What it concerns your is, own views and stuff. You cannot threaten if, the government. Let's put it that way. Like, yeah, exactly. Like it, go on. If if yeah. you if you go organize yeah, the me- meeting and you're not pretty much calling for violence, yeah, it'll be good. You. Yeah. But then again, the piece of news that's just. It's an insanely strange piece of news. That's what I gotta yeah. say. I don't. I don't think I saw something like that ever. Because apparently, right in the heart of Moscow, in one of our well, like elite streets on uh, New York. 
Arbat, Nove Arbat, I'll just pronounce it like yeah. that from now on. Uh, there has been an opened a museum to prostitution. <laughs> like what? I mean, we did have some museum of tortures. Of medieval torture. Well, yeah, like okay. I, visited... I was like, this is weird. No, no okay. this is weird. Th- this is weird, exactly. Like, I visited a museum of torture in Spain. Makes okay. sense, Spanish Inquisition. Yeah. I visited museum of sex in New, in New York. Okay, that's good to know. That's... Okay. <laughs> well, again, it's it's at least somehow explainable. You see, that's like, museum of sex. It's like, okay, whatever, like, it's your own thing, do, do whatever. But museum of prostitution, what's that? I don't, I don't know, like, it should be, like, somewhere in Netherlands. Well, yeah, I <laughs> guess, you it. see, like, that, uh, that's uh, prostitution, I wouldn't, like, it's not legalized in Russia, so why it's here. Why do we need to, like, but, you know... But the strangest part, the strangest part, you see, like, yeah. I, okay, like, I'm fine with, like, modern art, like, self-expression, whatever, D- do whatever you like, guys, just don't shove it in my face. But uh, there has been a rather strong re- reaction from our parliamentarians, who, well, they use some very select phrases, like, very weird one at that, because, uh, well, one of the MPs just said, so strange I can hardly comprehend it, uh, he compared the Museum of Prostitution to building a museum for killers and rapists. I think that's what? a bit bending the line, isn't it? Yeah, kind of. Like... I mean... uh, yeah, a prostitution is illegal. And it's illegal, yeah, like, but, but it's a victimless us. crime. It's a victimless crime, unlike murder Kinda, and yeah. rape. So, so such like, comparison... I, I mean, you should go for freaking tortures then, too. Well, like, That's just a well, logical okay, mistake. You see, okay, let me put it that way. Tortures, torturers... I don't think there should be a museum for torturers. Like, it makes no sense. Museum for torture... I can explain it. That's yeah, that's yeah, a yeah. that's part of history. Like you you shouldn't just bury history under the rugs. But well, I mean, maybe that's the point. Like prostitution is like part of history. Well, prostitution like, is kind of yeah, but like pros- what part does it play? I mean, I don't understand either. Kind of people opening it and people banning it too. Exactly. It's that like, that's my problem. Both of them are just like pointless. The, yeah, exactly. The, both is just strange and weird to me. Like, like who would like ironically go to the museum of prostitution and someone, why? Okay, someone will. There's, yeah, al- someone there's will, always an audience. They review it and it's gonna literally like cease to exist exactly. in a month because it, it will it's be gone expensive. in a month. Yeah, and you, you can't maintain popular. it there. Like, yeah, exactly. You, just go there once you see, and you're pe- like, oh. people will go there for shock value, and yeah. that's it. And because they have no clue what's going on, they're they're just gonna visit for that sole reason. But actual parliament reacting to it in a ban movement, yeah. well, that's Especially just weird. Like so publicly, it's so yeah, weird. exactly. And this this comparison itself, like why this comparison the comparison of prostitutes to murderers, that's just that's a bit. Well, that's I guess a bit they're much. trying to kind of like manage the business industry to kind of go in the right direction because clearly it went somewhere in a wrong direction well, this you see, time r- wrong or right it's just the the comparison i i honestly feel that it's a bit too much it's, yeah, it's a I bit agree. too much I like agree. you see yeah. like you, you you just don't do such things you if you're unhappy with it you just say i'm unhappy with it in russia we like to say that we want to preserve the societal links Preserve yeah. societal links. Don't go around comparing uh, prostitutes to killers. That's just a bit no, of... Agree, it's yeah. a bit too much. Yeah. Other than that, honestly, I, I think that's it. Yeah, I, I, think that's I, I don't it. I don't think I've got anything more interesting than that. Well, you know, I feel like that's enough for the, for the first episode. Yeah, yeah. So, more yeah, thank, thanks for being with us, guys. Yeah, I feel like next time... What are we going to review next time? Next time, you see... I feel like we should talk about education. education? Because we're students. We actually, well, yeah, we're we, students. I don't feel like we, never, we're at university. we ever mentioned that. Yeah, Yeah, we, we studied in Russia before we left uh, to other countries. So I think we've got a pretty good perspective on yeah, both. Yeah, in schools and universities and everything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I've studied for the first, what, seven years of my education here in Russia. So I think I've yeah. got a perspective. Okay. Yeah. So, I guess see you next time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Next week, same time. Yeah, we'll be glad to see you guys. Bye bye. Yeah, goodbye.